Happy New Year and welcome to the Lightseekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love and this is episode 110. Okay, I know we're a couple of weeks into the new year already, but I thought I would sneak in and record one final episode for season five with a little recap on 2023 before I officially launch into the new season of the podcast for 2024. I hope you have had a beautiful, safe, happy and restful festive season. We really enjoyed being in our new home for Christmas this year, having our very own pool on some ridiculously hot days and being able to host our family for lunch on Christmas Day. This year we had 30 of us in total, which probably sounds very large for most people, and yet there were actually a few people away this year, so it wasn't as big as it could have been. I had a bit of time away from work at the very end of November and a week in December and we had a very quiet week at home in between Christmas and New Year. So I've eased back into work in the beginning of January and it's felt so good. It's been really lovely to just spend some time at home with the fam. Some years I need a big break and I find it really hard to get going again until about February when the boys are back at school, but I'm feeling really ready and excited to dive back into work already and see my beautiful coaching clients. I've seen a few of them already this year. I still don't have my head around what year it is though, so in this episode I'll probably flick between saying this year and last year, all episode, and hopefully you'll be able to keep track of which year I'm actually referring to. Anywho, for those of you who are long-time listeners, thank you, and you'll know that I love to do some end-of-year reflections before I start forging into the new year ahead. For the past few years, I've used Susanna Conway's Unravel Your Year workbook. I keep them all and I love looking back over them to see what I was thinking about the year before, what's changed over the past 12 months and what I've learned. It's one of my favourite things to do in that hazy week between Christmas and New Year's when I can never remember what day it is. But when I pulled up my workbook that covered the reflection on 2022 and the plan for 2023, it was very blank, which is not really surprising considering where I was this time last year, which was knee-deep in buying a house, just returned from an international family trip to Bali, preparing a house for sale and getting ready for Christmas. We actually barely stopped for Christmas, so there wasn't any reflection time and therefore there wasn't much to look back on in terms of a workbook. I had, however, created a grid from the year and been through all my photos and calendar to write down the highlights and challenges from 2022. I also recently had a listen to my recap episode from last year. It's always fun to remind myself of what has happened and what my goals are for the year ahead. I'll let you know a little bit later on how I went with those. Anywho, let me get on to the recap of 2023, the challenges, the highlights, what I'm proud of, what the lessons have been and what I'm grateful for for the past 12 months. Hello fellow seeker of light and welcome to the Light Seekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love and I'm a certified coach for incredible humans who want to build wholehearted businesses. I help them master their mindset, create simple strategies and take meaningful action towards their goals in a soul nourishing way that honours their business, their family and most importantly themselves. I'm also a wife and a mum to three gorgeous boys. Our parenting journey has been 
well, a bit of a roller coaster. And while our family has navigated some pretty tumultuous times, I've learned just how important it is to keep seeking the light and the joy. Even in the midst of darkness, I believe that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. Here in the Lightseekers Lounge, we're going to share stories and conversations about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being a Lightseeker with me. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's get on with the show. So as I've talked about a fair bit on the podcast, the beginning of 2023 was all about moving house and everything that entails. Our boys went back to school at the end of January. We sold the house at auction in February, moved into our new home two weeks later. We then continued working our butts off to clean and clear out our old house before it settled in March and we could start settling properly into our new home. We had a family wedding in Melbourne in March and Charlie became a teenager, he turned 13. Ben and I both got COVID for the first time in April. Ben went to London at the beginning of May and in all honesty, I feel like 2023 didn't really start flowing until towards the end of May. And then we had to navigate a bit of hard stuff on the personal front for the rest of the year. So let me begin with the challenges of 2023. I always like to start with the challenges, get them out of the way, Pollyanna that I am. All right, this one um, has been a bit of a tough one and feels quite vulnerable to share. But our eldest son, Sam, had a really challenging year, especially in regard to attending school. Uh, He was in grade nine, probably started around May and meant that he hadn't been at school a whole lot over the year. I won't share specifics as it's not my story to tell, but the situation did have a significant impact on the whole family. And I would say we've had to dedicate quite a lot of time and energy to navigating it. The more I speak with other parents, the more I realised how common this issue is of kids finding it really hard to attend school. In fact, a recent stat I read suggested about 39% of families are facing it and 60 Minutes even ran a story on it recently and they termed it school can't rather than school refusal. Anyway, while it's not a secret, it's also not something I have wanted to talk about publicly, but I do want to share because if it's something that you're also struggling with, I want you to know you're not alone and I know how hard it is. We are really grateful that Sam's school has been super supportive and we've also got other forms of support on our side, but gosh, I feel like we've been through a baptism of fire this year with our gorgeous kid and learned a lot of lessons along the way. It has made us really question and confront our own stuff, our parenting, our marriage, and it's just been simply hard at times. But we're hopeful that there will be some positive changes ahead in 2024. We are hopeful. I think there is light. So number two, I think most other challenges have paled in comparison this year to everything we've been through with Sam, but possibly the only other challenges of note are how disruptive it is to buy, sell and move house. This will not, of course, be a surprise to anyone, but I possibly underestimated how many months of really hard work it would take and how exhausted we would be. 
I'm still really glad we made it happen, but I'm also hoping we don't have to do it anytime again soon. And probably the third challenge of note is just how expensive it has been to live in 2023 with continually rising interest rates, cost of living increases. I know we absolutely come from a place of privilege and we're certainly very lucky and also life is expensive and we've certainly been very conscious of managing our cash flow and our personal budget this past year. All right, let's move on to the highlights. So many highlights this year. Um, so let me narrow it down just to a few. Number one is probably highlight, big highlight, successful sale of the home we lived in for 14 years and moving into our new home. Um, it was hard work, as I've mentioned a lot, (laughs) um, but ultimately I'm really grateful for the fact that we didn't have to live through an expensive renovation and we have uh, being able to just spend that time, you know, settling into our new home. Number two highlight, being invited to facilitate a retreat day for the root cause in New, in Noosa in July and meet the amazing Belle Smith in person and her beautiful community of certified instructors. Um, that was pretty special and I felt really privileged to be able to do that uh, and spend time with those amazing humans. On the family front, the boys have all done amazing things this year. Sam was part of a school rowing team, which was a six-month commitment and super early mornings between September 2022 and March 23. It culminated in their crew winning their race at Head of the River, which is a rowing regatta for anyone not in the know. Um, And that was super exciting. It was just so lovely seeing him so engaged in the community He also got his first part-time job a few months ago, which he's really enjoying. Ben ran a 50K ultramarathon in July, which we talked about a bit in our conversation in episode 100 of the podcast. This was his fourth ultramarathon and he beat his previous time by one and a half hours, which is pretty amazing. In 2022, Charlie set his mind to achieving his very first academic award at school, which he did do. And in 23, he managed to receive an academic award every term and be awarded Ducks overall for year seven. Needless to say, we are super proud of this amazing accomplishment, but honestly, he just blows us away with his drive and commitment to whatever he decides to do. It's also just quietly quite lovely to have a kid who loves going to school. He also taught himself to play the guitar this year. Uh, in addition to the flute and the violin that he plays for school. And it's just been so wonderful to see how much enjoyment he gets out of his musical endeavours. It also makes our house pretty noisy, but we love it. Hopefully the neighbours do too. Um, And Ben and I made it to our 20th wedding anniversary in May, still going strong. Definitely not rainbows and unicorns around here all the time. Um, We did have a chat about our anniversary in episode 100. If you want to have a listen, I'll put that in the show notes. And my last highlight and probably most recent highlight was that I went to Vancouver in Canada on a surprise trip for my sister's uh, 50th birthday, which was amazing. And um, we took our 88-year-old dad with us, my amazing brother-in-law, my sister's husband, organized for us all to 
uh, get over to Vancouver for a week to spend together for Margaret's 50th. And um, yeah, nothing like my 88-year-old dad jumping on a 14-hour flight, um, but it was just the most special week of being with my family of origin. And oh, it's hard to wrap up in a couple of words, but it was a really amazing week and it just blows me away that we, how much time we love spending together and how well we all get along. I know that we are very lucky. I think I grew up thinking that that was the norm and I've realised as I'm older that it's a pretty amazing and unique thing to get along so well with, you know, seven siblings uh, in our household. So yeah, it was amazing. That was the last week of November that we went away for. So what am I proud of? Well, in 2023, I completed my Profit First certification. It definitely added to my stress levels trying to finish this during the house adventures, but I was really proud to complete it and become one of only 36 certified Profit First professionals in Australia. And if you have no idea what that means, essentially I help businesses to have a really easy cash flow strategy uh, and financial strategy in their business. And it's been a really um, wonderful tool to add to my toolkit in terms of coaching with my clients. I'm also proud of the fact that I had 22% growth uh, in revenue in my business from the previous calendar year. And I don't take this lightly because I know it was a really tough year for many people in business. I saw quite a few people decide to close their businesses and seek a more reliable income elsewhere, which is totally valid, especially as I mentioned before with that increase in cost of living and life being really expensive. So I feel really proud and grateful and privileged to still be here and doing this work that I love doing, especially given I spent a lot of 2023 feeling really tired and there was more of a focus on the home front this year. I also finished the year with a sense of solidness in who I am as a coach and the work that I do in the world. So that feels pretty amazing and it's nice that that is also reflected and an increase in revenue as well. <clears throat> My word of the year for 2023 was soar. So one definition of soar is fly or rise high in the air. And another is maintain height in the air without flapping wings or using engine power. Now, in hindsight, I think my version of soar was more like the second. After the major push for the front end of the year, I did get myself airborne but the rest of the year is probably more floating and coasting. I was really conscious of my energy and I didn't push myself a great deal for the second half of the year, which in hindsight was probably partly being tired from the first half of the year and also the energy that it took in navigating challenges at home. I definitely still took on some opportunities that stretched me outside my comfort zone, but I didn't go too crazy in 2023. Overall, things felt good and manageable, but there wasn't too much flapping required and I'm okay with that. I have picked my word of the year for 2024 and I'm super excited about it and I look forward to sharing that and my approach to goals this year in the next episode. So speaking of goals, my goals from 2023, I when I listened to my recap episode, I... um 
listen to what they were. And the first one was writing more. <clears throat> the second was new car. And the third was profit first certification. Now, obviously I've already mentioned that I've done my profit first certification. Thank goodness. I ticked that at least one off the list. Um, writing more, I definitely did not do. I don't feel like I really had the headspace for more creativity in 2023. Um, it was a case of getting done what needed to get done, I think. And number two, new car, definitely not, as also previously mentioned. Um, life was expensive and the CFO was definitely not <laughs> not approving a new car in 2023. Fingers crossed for 2024, but it's not looking likely. Um, but I will share some more of my goals for 2024 with you in the next episode. Big lessons from 2023. Gosh, 2023 was one big lesson in surrender and releasing attachment to ego. There were things I could control and a whole lot that I couldn't. So I spent a lot of time trying to step back, assess where I was experiencing resistance, look at things from a different perspective and loosen my grip over and over and over again. If you go and listen to episode 96, um, I talked about when a problem doesn't need to be a problem. And in this episode, I attempted to talk a bit more about this concept of separating myself from a perceived problem. Um, but really that's been my strategy for the past 12 months was just really looking at this from a new perspective and considering, you know, what the actual problem is and how I can, I don't know, like my visual for it is floating above it and yeah, looking at it without that attachment to ego and, and what am I making it mean? So what am I grateful for from 2023? Well, to start off our beautiful new home, it really is a pleasure to live in, even though I'm not like fully settled in, I don't feel like it doesn't feel truly like home just yet, but um, we are easing in and I think, uh, may have taken me a little bit longer than I thought it might, but it is a really beautiful place to be living in and I'm so grateful for it. Um, I'm grateful for a 20 year partnership with my beloved husband. It's not always easy, but I'm grateful for the fact that we keep working at it and it, um, and I do feel like we get stronger with every year. I am very grateful to be able to do the work that I love to do from home, especially in this year where it's felt especially important for me to be present for the boys. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to work with my amazing clients and support them to find their unique magic and shine their light out into the world. I have worked with just so many amazing humans this year. Um, and I learn something new from each and every one of them. And I'm really, I'm really aware of my privilege and I thank my lucky stars each and every day that this is my job. This is what I get to do in the world. So there you have it. Have you done any reflecting on 2023 yet and thought about your highs and lows, your lessons, how you went with your goals and what you're grateful for? If you think you'd like to do some reflecting on 2023 but aren't quite sure where to start, I'll be sending out an email this week which has a link for you to download an eight-page reflection workbook to guide you through the process that I use 
If you're not already on my email list, please send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook and I can send the guide directly to you. As you know, it's something I do each year and I still marvel that there are moments that I've forgotten from the previous 12 months. It's easy to forge onwards, but I always, always learn something when I make the time and space to really think about the previous year before diving into the next one. Now, to finish off this episode, I thought I'd just share some podcast stats with you from 2023, just for fun. So, 65% of you listen to the Lightseekers Lounge on Apple Podcasts, about 12% on Spotify, and the remaining 14% on web players or unknown apps. I did have someone message me recently to show me I was on her TV, which was pretty cool. In 2023, the podcast had 5,442 downloads and we've almost hit 20,000 total downloads since we started. Over the past year, we've published 22 episodes and I chatted to 13 beautiful guests. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Lightseekers Lounge in 2023. It really is such a joy for me to host this podcast have conversations with amazing humans and connect with you in this way. I really, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate you being here for listening and for all the beautiful messages you send me along the way. I look forward to returning to your ears very, very soon and officially kick off season six of The Lightseekers Lounge for 2024. I will chat to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Lightseekers Lounge podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you loved the show, it would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I would love to continue the conversation with you. So come on over and join the Lightseekers Lounge Facebook group or come say hi to me on Instagram at annielove.coach. Talk to you soon.